Members of the OG Army, get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Well, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Big Dalton over there. Uh, say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is June the 30th. It is a Tuesday, and we are a mere 24 hours away from episode 100. Ooh, doggy, and they say it couldn't be done. Uh, I see the OG Army is forming up in the chat box. Always glad to see you guys here. Um, how'd your day go, Ryan? Uh, long day. Again, got off calls about oh <laughs> half hour ago. And this is one of those things, right? We're coming up on a long weekend. So that's mm -hmm. one of those things where everyone's trying to fit five days into four days. And that shit right, just don't right. work. Oh, so you have Friday off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Being in the uh, service industry, obviously, I have zero days off. <laughs> Although it is disappointing this year. We will not be having any special events for the 4th of July. Uh, normally, the club has a big old barbecue. Um I can't remember if this is one of the ones that we have kids events for. I think it is. So they would have like in a whole bunch of giant inflatables, sort of like the sort of thing you'd see at a, a rich person's party for little kids, but like 10 times that size, um, like a trackless train. They'd have pony rides and a popcorn cart, like um, a magician walking around, just all kinds of stuff to entertain the kids. Uh, we're not having any of that. No barbecue, no kids activities, not fucking nothing. Just regular dining. Um at one point we thought we were going to do a 4th of July barbecue, but then we tried a father's day barbecue and had like, uh, like 120 people show up. And apparently that's just not worth the effort. Uh, our normal barbecues have anywhere between five and 700 people. Yeah. sounds like a little bit of a downturn then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Most mem most of the members are not comfortable coming in still. Uh, we do like five times as much business and carryouts as we do sit downs, if not more. Uh, like we'll like on the last last lunch, I think we had five or six tables, but we all but my phone rang nonstop for carryout orders. And from what I understand, uh, dinner's the same way. So you know, it is what it is. Uh, it's a new world where everyone's adjusting to all the COVID things, and uh, I try not to get irked when I see people posting stupid shit on the internet about it anymore. Uh, I've decided it's not my job to correct every misguided friend I have on Facebook. I was doing that for a while. All that does is create uh, hurt feelings because no one likes to be told, no matter how gently or how politely, that they're a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, yeah, and it doesn't change how they think anyway, so I've kind of given up on that. Well, yeah, stupid people are dumb. They just don't like being told that they are. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunately... Uh, there's unfortunately true. Yeah. Uh, you can't tell someone they're stupid, even if they are, cause they won't refuse to believe it. Uh, and honestly, the dumber they are, the harder it is to convince them that they're dumb. 
Uh, yeah, what do you got there, right? understand, you know, difficult concepts like that. Like, hey, you're a shit for brains. Shit for brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to you gotta uh, coach the method. Uh, excuse me. Um, package the method. Method. Jesus, I can't speak today. I know. No different than any other day. You have to package the message very carefully to those type of people because you can't just say what you want to say to them. Um, and even that way very rarely works. I saw today someone because uh, Michigan is, has started to announce some of the precautions they're going to take for the school year uh, coming up. <clears throat> and one of them was they're going to re require all children from sixth grade to senior year, like 12th grade to wear masks. Uh, they rightly know that you're not, don't buy, there's no point in trying to get kids under sixth grade to wear a mask because they're not going to. Uh, it'd be a good idea if they could, but they are being realistic about it. And uh, so the next thing I saw was one of my friends on Facebook post uh, that they're going to start homeschooling their kid. Uh, he said, I wear a mask when I go out about out of uh, politeness to the uh, local store owners, uh, but I'm not going to subject my kid to his own carbon dioxide all day. And for a half a second there, I thought about correcting them on that, like maybe post a YouTube video of the doctor showing that your oxygen levels are exactly the same, regardless of whether or not you're wearing a mask or not, or post one of the many articles stating, showing how you regularly intake way more carbon dioxide than you breathe out. And it doesn't build up inside the mask to anywhere, cons uh, anywhere near what you consider harmful levels. But then I decided that if he wants to take his kid out of school and homeschool him for that reason, go right the fuck ahead. Yeah, but with that, right? So, like, now you're going to have a kid that's probably going to be raised to be a fucking idiot because, <laughs> obviously, that guy's an idiot. And if he's going to be teaching a child, I'm assuming that level of education is not going to be great. Probably not. Now, don't get me wrong. I've got nothing against homeschooling. I know someone who did homeschool, and they have a really smart kid that's doing good things. Uh, but this, this guy is actually a male nurse, uh, so he's at least... Uh, average intelligence if not above average uh, so and like he's like he's like the uh, shift leader at his hospital and all that good stuff really good guy he's actually the guy I used to do, uh, do a podcast with uh, barely barely adequate gentleman named chris duck uh, he's combs his he him and his wife homeschooled their kid and from everything i've seen that he did they did a fabulous job so I, I do not have anything against homeschooling as long as the parents know what they're doing so this is a guy that has has no clue what he's doing. He's never even considered homeschooling until like ten minutes ago, and now he, now that's what he's going to do without doing any research or preparation. So I suspect you're right. He's going to end up a dumb kid. I hope the kid's like already fairly you know old enough to you know uh, be an independent thinker as opposed to like a young kid who's going to be molded by this idiot. Yeah, stupid people should not be homeschooling. Most people should not be homeschooling. Period. Just because you know the whole like social interaction is kind of important for kids right right yeah, yeah right and i and i did wonder about that and i don't he he lives on the other side of the country from me so all i see is facebook posts so i don't know if he does any like uh intentional interaction with other kids her age or not uh, i would hope so because as you mentioned uh social skills are just as important as intelligence and knowledge in today's world yeah, she's probably going to end up being a stripper at some point. Just saying. <laughs> well, her, her her grades are good, so hopefully well, not. Well, that part doesn't matter. It's more just the absolute rebellion once you get out of that environment. Uh, yeah, kind of like being Amish, I imagine. Yeah, I don't know many uh, Amish strippers, though. <laughs> Maybe more than you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what do you got today, sir? 
I think the main headline I'm assuming is something that you saw as well, but like what's up with Adam Savage? Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that a little while ago. Apparently he's being sued by his sister, uh, who claims, who claims when she was like nine or eight or nine, she was raped by her brother, uh, which sounds horrible. And obviously it fucking is when you get to details, it gets weirder and weirder. Uh, her brother was some t- somewhere between the ages of nine and 12. So, which puts a different, uh, perspective on it right away. Uh, and she named off all kinds of crazy shit that he did, including anal rape and oral and this, that, and the other, which makes me think one of two things. One, she's making all this shit up. Uh, she's trying to make money. Uh, there is some, uh, credence to that theory because apparently her entire family says she's full of shit and, ha- and has been for years and yada, 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 yada. Uh, option B is someone was fucking raping Adam Savage from a, a young age. Yeah, there's either completely fucked up things going on or, yeah, this is not necessarily something super credible. She also right. says that he referred to himself as the raping blob. Which does sound like an Adam Savage sort of thing to say. If you ever watch a lot of Mythbusters, uh, he's very self-depreciating. So I suppose that could have started at a uh, young age. Uh, but... The thing to think about here is this happened way, way, way back in the day, pre-internet. So there's no way he could have learned all of these things, you know, on his own. Uh, there, you know, there just isn't. They, he wouldn't have had a, had a source to know about oral and anal and all this good shit. And I'm sure kids figure some stuff out. But nine is a pretty young age for all that shit. It's if it, if this is true, it's far more likely that he had an uncle or a friend of the family or an older kid who was like 14 or 15 fucking him on a regular basis. Well, then there's just the fact that he's a pretty, you know, limp wristed, nerdy kind of dude, pencil neck. So I highly doubt he actually hit any sort of puberty before probably about 17 right 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 so yeah that's and once again i don't want to just automatically assume that the victim is lying uh but i also don't automatically assume that they're telling the truth anymore after so much shit going on so i guess we'll just have to see how the lawsuit goes obviously there's no legal venue uh even if she could prove it 100 percent, i don't think you could charge a 9 to 12 year old of any any of those type of crimes well the other thing is is like what proof do you have other than bringing a lawsuit, deposing him, and have him actually admit it. Right, right. Like he's literally the only way you're going to win that lawsuit. Right, right. And uh, and he's already placed a statement saying that, you know, th- this has been a problem for years and it's finally time to put it to rest. And he's going to, you know, fir- you know, firmly and whatever you want to call it, to fight this lawsuit and clear his name. And... I assume that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, if nothing else, I don't think he's doing anything anymore. I think he's just living off of his Mythbuster movies, uh, money, and uh, doing the occasional Comic Con because he's a hell of a costume creator for those things. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, but regardless, like, let's see, because in this environment, right, like everybody's going to want to cancel him now. Right. Right. Exactly. Before <laughs> him having his day in court. Yeah. Well, shit. Let me look this up. Is he fucking actually doing anything right now? Uh, let's I see. I don't think uh, so. I think he's probably mm-hmm. just sitting on a sofa of cash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, of course, the uh, fucking first thing is going to pop up is going to be all these uh, news articles about it. Hmm. And do, 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 do. 
he's had some minor cameos and different shit. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. He's, they announced he's going to be doing Mythbusters Jr. in 2018. I'm not sure if that ever actually happened. So, yeah. Um, yep, sofa of cash. You can stop looking now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but you, when you get bored one day, you should look up uh, uh, Adam Savage uh, Comic Con. Uh, he does have made some amazing fucking costumes, dude. It's really super impressive, uh, which is not surprising considering you know he's a he ob- he's obviously a bright guy and worked in the special effects uh, industry in Hollywood for years and years and years before he started doing MythBusters. That's how I, how he knew how to do a lot of the shit that they show on there. Yeah, my level of interest in cosplayers or the people that outfit them are roughly, yeah, right about zero. I'm aware of that, but you like cool things. Everybody likes cool things. You can look at a costume and go, oh, that's pretty badass, even if you don't know who he's supposed to be or shit like that. Nerds. Fucking nerds. (laughs) Uh, Shit, what else do you have, sir? Uh, just, uh, uh, probably like three quick ones here. Cause they almost all kind of interrelate slightly, but this one will probably hit home for you. You might want to check the, uh, the freezer because nearly 60,000 pounds of chicken nuggets have been recalled. Oh my, that doesn't sound good at all. Uh, why is it like, you know, E. Coli broken glass, uh, actual chicken mixed in by accident. Uh, it sounds like they may contain a rubber material. A rubber material? Jesus Christ, Tyson. Because you know it's got to be Tyson. They make all the chicken in the fucking world. Get your no, shit it's, together. It's it's actually Pilgrim's. Pilgrim's? Pilgrim's Pride. Yeah. Ah, and I'm a, I'm a fan of chicken nuggets. It's one of the many things I can't have anymore because supposedly I can't have the breading on it. So that's a bummer. Uh, but... Uh, geez. You know, and those foods that food uh, recalls always scare me because... There's so many different companies out there making shit, and sometimes the quality uh, standards seem pretty fucking low. And I'm af- I'm afraid one of these days I'm going to eat something that's going to fuck me up because somebody wasn't paying attention at their job. Well, I mean, you've been eating Chef Boyardee, so like I don't think you can go much lower on the totem pole than that. You so do if you realize it through that you're probably fine. You do realize that's the first can of fucking Chef Boyardee I've eaten in like fucking 30 years. <laughs> My wife bought that shit because she thought I might like it. She's always buying stuff that she thinks, oh, maybe Jay will eat this. We waste a lot of fucking money because she doesn't ask me first. <laughs> it's kind of one of my pet peeves. Uh, she'll constantly come home and go, oh, this, this, this is. I'll be like, dude, the worst part is when I'm like, dude, I've told you I don't like that before. Oh, but this one looked really good. Hmm. <laughs> If you didn't, if if I offered you a shit sandwich, would you eat it even if I told you it was a really, really good one? Well, no, because I don't put any stock into what you say anyhow. But well, there you go. But but yeah, so it's uh, she often brings home food that I don't eat, and like the chef or ravioli thing was that sort of thing. But I was starving. I wanted you know, wasn't much else in the house, so I figured. So you still slam two cans of that shit? Well, I figured bad calories were worse were worse than no calories. Oh, um, go ahead and finish up your stuff, but that reminds me of something I wanted to talk about. Well, yeah, so the other ones, again, are are relatively quick, and these are more just absolutely disgusting, and why in the blue hell are you doing this? Um, But have you heard that uh, Heinz is actually coming out with ice cream kits? Heinz, the ketchup people? Yeah, so some of the flavors for these ice cream kits are going to be Ketchup, mayonnaise, <laughs> barbecue sauce, 
Uh, uh salad creams. Uh. I don't know what this is. Apparently it's uh popular in Britain. Um saucy sauce cream. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it all sounds absolutely disgusting. No, just no. Just no, 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 no. I do not mix my savory and sweet. Uh, that's gross. I can't even. Jesus Christ. And they expect to sell these. Is, and, uh, is this like only a UK thing? So, uh, since you mentioned it was a sauce, uh, sauce from over there, um, do you, do people over there like this kind of thing? Or are they trying to, trying to sell this in the United States? I don't know. Um, I think it's actually going to be everywhere. It's, it's uh, partly to do with ice cream month. So July is officially National Ice Cream Month. So actually, I think it's mainly in the U.S., but I think their salad cream is mm. a U.K. thing. And I assume saucy sauce as well. I don't know what the fuck saucy sauce is. Um, it's a it's a perfect blend of Heinz tomato ketchup and it's ketchup and mayo. Fuck oh. them. <laughs> I mean, I've had ketchup and mayo on the same thing before. I'm just not much a fan of ketchup. Hold on a second. I need to type my wife a message. I got the dog looking at me trying to get me to get a toy from downstairs, and that's not happening. Well, God, I'm yeah, sorry. Pal, but so regardless, yeah, this is a thing that apparently is going to be in July. So if anybody actually has the balls to get some of this and like actually taste tests it, put that shit on the other ground. Because I sure as fuck won't be doing it. That must have been ridiculous. Oh, oh, Homelander, I didn't block you. I've never blocked anybody. There's not a single blocked person on this show. So I do not know what you speak on, sir. Apparently he got uh, his, his entire account banned yesterday somehow or another. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. But that, apparently it doesn't stop him, really, because cause here, here he is again. <laughs> right, right. Not instead of Homelander, he's home later. So... <laughs> Close enough. Uh, shit. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, no, I, no, thank you. What was your third thing that you got? So the third thing is actually kind of along those same lines, but this is a South Korean thing, and okay. this makes me wonder if they haven't like just been secretly being poisoned by North Korea, <laughs> because they've actually kind of demanded this to be a thing, and Kellogg's has now relented and will be introducing a green onion flavored cereal. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, you, you did come up with some weird ones today. Uh, I, apparently I'm assuming that's a thing over in South Korea. Uh, um, apparently uh, it like they are asking for it. Yeah. A green onion flavored checks cereal, green onion flavor. Oh man. My wife's been bugging me to pick up more cinnamon uh, checks for her. So apparently tastes differ very widely over there and i'm not even sure if i know what green onion tastes like i mean i know what right regular onion tastes like and red onion uh i don't even know i'm not sure what a fucking green onion is not like cereal i'll tell you that fucking much <laughs> yeah i guess it's kind of irrelevant to this conversation what it actually tastes like uh i assume it's just not going to taste good <laughs> jesus yeah, christ man fucking terrible yeah, that's one of the things I always worry about when I'm uh, wanted to when I wanted to do travel. If I ever get a chance to travel internationally, back on the topic from yesterday, why I would want a guide, uh, someone that knew America as well as the country I'm in, to direct me because I don't want to end up eating shit that's fucking horrible. 
Uh, that's that's one of the reasons why I don't try a lot of the restaurants around here. Like there's a ton of variety here because uh, we have so many different ethnicities in the Metro Detroit area of like Middle Eastern and Indian and you know, all these different types of uh, food, uh, Peruvian and uh, 30, 15 different types of Spanish food. Um, and the uh, Mexican food is about the only thing I'll mess with because I, I'm kind of familiar with that. I don't want to go into a restaurant, order something, have them serve it to me and have it be fucking horrible. Uh, so if I had someone who was familiar with American tastes and with the, uh, food that I was you know, trying to try out for the first time, I'd be more than happy to try out different stuff. I just don't want to like take a shot in the dark. Well, if you're going to Japan, like you were saying, like mm-hmm. literally everything there is available in a goddamn vending machine anyway. <laughs> so you're going to be fine. All you got to do is look at the picture and be like, oh, that's a cheeseburger from a vending machine. Okay. I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> shit i used to live off of vending machines at one point uh back in the day i've, I've mentioned before that we uh that i hung out with a local band um and one of the spots we hung out the most was a place called loft which i think i mentioned before it was a a place designed for band practices it was the second floor of a thing called big lots uh which is like a discount uh store of like kmart variety or of that sort of thing and that was on the ground floor the second floor was all rooms built uh, specifically to house bands. There's like probably 40 or 50 rooms and the rooms ranged from like 10 foot by 20 foot to like the largest one, which my uh, friend's band had the largest one was like a 30 by 30 room attached to like a 20 by 20 room. Uh, and all these different bands would go there and practice. They just paid a monthly fee. So, you know, uh, and which was a great thing for whoever thought this up because all they had to do was cover like the electrical, the heat and the water. Uh, which wasn't all that much, obviously, uh, despite the fact, well, the electrical, I imagine, probably added up with all those uh, bands equipment in there, but they made money hand over fist. And so I spent tons of time there living off the vending machines there because, you know, we'd be there for fucking eight hours partying, playing music, this, that, and the other. And, you know, uh, no one's no one's leaving to go anyplace. So I would be living off like Gardenios and Sun Chips and shit like that. Yeah, that sounds super healthy. <laughs> well, I was in my early twenties. Health was not my first concern. You know, just eating and getting back to partying was the biggest concern. It was a fucking hell of a place back then. It was a un- pretty unique. It's still there, but uh, <coughs> excuse me. Apparently, they've locked down on the partying quite a bit. So, actually, another another story that actually just popped up, and it also mm-hmm. is about food. This is weird. So, Stouffer's is coming out with a new product. You'll never guess what it is. Is it stovetop tough stuffing? <laughs> no, they have like almost like a beer tap that they're introducing that dispenses mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Hmm. A mac yeah, and so cheese has, tap. Yeah, so it has like this internal heating element to keep the macaroni and cheese warm. And like the yeah, it just looks really fucking weird, but apparently you just you know, pull open the tap and out comes macaroni and cheese. Wow. <laughs> that would be very interesting to me at one point. Cause I, I always love macaroni and cheese. I can't have it now. Uh, I mean, is this like a big keg? I mean, what's, what's this device look like is, uh, how big is it? Uh, it doesn't really show like, uh, it with any sort of perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have a, it, it was a tweet that came out, uh, on, the 26th, so it's actually been out there for four days, 
but people reached out and and actually verified that this is truly going to be a thing that they're working on. Hmm. That is fucking weird. And to go back to the chat, yes, I did say Gardettos, and I did say it right for once. Uh, Google Gardetto snack mix, uh, if you're curious as to what I'm talking about. Or Those not. rice <laughs> chips are fucking bullshit. Oh, uh, see, you know what I'm talking about then, That's yeah. Fucking brown bullshit. <laughs> I liked them. They, they added substance to the, to the snack. Yeah, but they were the worst fucking piece. There's oh, always boy. like 7,000 of them in a goddamn bag. <laughs> Very true. Um, oh, uh, what I, we were talking about earlier that, that reminded me because we were talking about the fucking, uh, anyways, uh, I've made a doctor's appointment, sir. Yeah. I saw a post for that sometime in fucking August. Yeah. Uh, I finally decided to take everyone's advice and go see a doctor about testosterone, human growth hormone. He's an endocrinologist, I guess. Uh, that's the type of doctor that you go to. And, uh, Unfortunately, I can't get in until August 4th, but what are you going to do? They did say that they would give me a call if they had an opening sooner. So apparently, guy, well, problem is they do all kinds of different testing there, not just that. Uh, but uh, whatever, I guess I can wait another month or an, and a half or so, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you've already you know, waited, what, like 68 years? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be 70 next month. <laughs> Not true. I'll be 47 in August. So I still got a couple more uh, years before I'm truly old and decrepit. That's why you need to get on the juice now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll look into it. Hopefully it won't make me all ragey and shit. I assume the uh, doctor prescribed stuff doesn't have those issues. Uh, you're still going to have side effects here and there. Oh, no. No, side effects are bad. I have enough problems without side effects. <laughs> Although it will be absolutely hilarious where you're all passive aggressive now and randomly freaking out for you to actually, you know, manifest that in person. <laughs> it happens about every once in a while. I mean, a lot last Sunday I was upset and I didn't yell at people, but you know, I did say uh, I swore before I left and I feel kind of feel bad about that. Cause you know, it wasn't their fault. They were just doing their job. Uh, so really what you're saying is all of a sudden, like partway through October, all of a sudden we're going to get on the podcast one day and you're like, guys, I, I have, I have news. I got fired. I went in and I was still a little amped up. And then out of nowhere, I was just like, bitch, why can't you fold the fucking receipts? Get your shit together, cut. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a bad thing. I need this job, at least for, you know, uh, the foreseeable future, uh, Although, with episode 100 coming up, obviously the fame and fortune will be here very, very soon. Well, uh, I mean, if if we can mm -hmm. only count the multiple personalities of the people that actually tune into this, like, we're averaging like 200 listeners live every day. Yeah, I know. It is funny, just because the amount of people switching in and out, our, our, uh, our online listeners are... Uh, at any one time was one thing, but our total listeners are normally three or four or five times what the online average is. So it's, uh, if nothing else, it's bumping up our numbers. Uh, let's see what yeah, else you we guys got have fun. Be as fucking crazy as you want. You goddamn psychopaths. <laughs> well, that's the OG army for you. You're going to get the good and the bad from them. So you have to take it as a whole. Uh, did you see that they're doing a Highlander reboot? Uh, directed by the director of the John Wick movies. Oh, it better fucking be good then. Are you? If they uh, fuck up that. Co if they fuck up the the star of that, and they fuck up the Highlander. Mm -hmm. They can go to hell. 
Oh, so you are a Highlander fan. I wasn't sure if you were no, familiar I've with the movie. Like, I've watched like literally three episodes ever. Oh, oh I was referring to McLeod, right? That's yeah, him? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. referring to the movie. I didn't. I, I actually haven't seen that many episodes of the uh, of the series because I was disappointed in it compared to the movie. Uh, the movie, the first movie, was great. Um, uh, had uh, Clancy Brown is that guy's name? The uh, as the bad guy who was fucking masterful at it, and uh, it was just a good movie in general. Uh, the second one, not so much. The third one, I never never even watched. <laughs> Yeah, I have no clue. All I know is, like, yeah, I remember watching a couple episodes of the TV show. Mm -hmm. But, like, if nothing else, just, like, the concept is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It was always a fun idea. It was, uh, it was considered very highbrow back in the day, uh, like a high-concept sort of movie. And it didn't make much movie money in the theaters, but it made a shitload in the rentals. Because <laughs> I don't know anybody who's ever seen it in the theater, but I know everybody's seen it, like, on VHS and such. Well, it's just, it's just a cool concept. Like, you, if you thought about that, it's like, okay, so you have these fucking immortals. And if you kill another immortal, like, you basically become more powerful. So there's just basically this race to become the most powerful fucking thing ever. And be truly, like, immortal immortal, because then no one can kill you at that point. Like, this is um, an interesting idea. It is an interesting idea, and that was one of the few things I didn't like about the movie is because it's a bait and switch. The prize that they're all going for at the end is mortality, mortality, the ability to age and die, but they just don't fucking know it. So they're all fighting each other for this ultimate power. Uh, Connor, you know, McLeod uh, finally wins and then discovers that he's a mortal person now. <laughs> I was like, what? That's fucking bullshit. I mean, that's, that betrays the point of the entire fucking movie. So... It's uh, it's kind well, of this. In that case, like a, the show is better than the fucking movie. Right? Yeah, exactly. Because well, they they weren't going to end the the show at any time soon, so they didn't want to have a conclusion to it. So you know, um, at this point, he'd be able to have kids and grow old and all this good shit, which is supposedly what someone who was hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years old would want at, the, at that point. Uh, I thought it'd been really funny if the uh, bad guy had won because he obviously had no clue that what is what he was fighting for. Otherwise, he would have left the other guy alone for eternity. So you know, they'd just be two fucking immortals. Well, regardless, so mechanic is right. Number one, mm -hmm. that movie's from 1985, so it's bullshit and doesn't count anymore. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> Number two, that just sounds like some bullshit M Night Shyamalan fucking twist ending that Ooh, no one needs to see. Yeah, <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, it's very true. That was one of uh, uh, Sean Connery's uh, coolest ro roles, as far as I was concerned. He played that great, uh, the Spaniard. Um, let's see what else we got on there. Uh, you know, I don't. This isn't a story, uh, or maybe it is. But Dog the Bounty Hunter is he still alive? Yes, he is. Uh, his wife died last year, which is, I think the headline that I saw. Uh, have you ever seen any of those shows? We were, we were talking. We were talking yesterday about the entire reality show thing, and I think that's one of the ones that uh, is falls in kind of a gray area as far as whether it's real or not. Stay off the ice, bruh. <laughs> I thought it was real hilarious how they always Good God, bruh. How they how they always captured the guy, you know? They they'd rough him up a little bit, you know, get him in the car, and then they they'll like like play reverse roles and try to be all cool with them. So, oh, do you want a cigarette, man? You know, that you want anyone you want us to call for you before we turn you in? And you want the, 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 I'm like, man, basically he's just padding his bets. So if this guy doesn't gets out anytime soon, he doesn't come back and fucking shoot his ass. 
Yeah, like that, I'm sure the vast majority of that show was absolute bullshit. Um, I know that that family and like everybody that worked with them for the most part are absolute pieces of shit. <laughs> so no, so. so when I when I lived in Colorado Springs, like so they also worked in Colorado at some point. Oh, okay. So they weren't just in Hawaii. Like there were times that they would go and like help bondsmen in Colorado. And I had friends up there that had dealt with them just being absolute dickholes at like local bars and shit like that. Just like thinking they're way more important than they really are. So, so they like, were I like knew a couple bouncers. Yeah. I knew a couple bouncers <laughs> up there that like, apparently a couple of them beat the shit out of, was it like one of dog's kids or like, it's one of the younger people on that show just for fucking getting hammered and trying to act like some, you know, big shot. <laughs> yeah. There are different levels to this, uh, fame thing. If you're like on a sea level reality show, you might not want to be talking and walking that big because we, uh, in reality, most people don't give a shit about that kind of thing. Well, yeah. And especially on a shitty reality show like that, anywhere where half the people watching are going to be like, God, you're a fucking douchebag. Right. Right. Now, when you say it was fake, do you think it like those weren't real criminals they were catching? Like, I'm sure there was some stuff like mixed in, but like, as with just about any other reality show, like the vast majority of it's probably pretty goddamn scripted. Right, right. I would imagine so. It just not did not seem like the sort of thing that you could reliably reliably follow around and record and hope that you're going to get good footage. You know, it seemed like the it'd be too much. You know, of them sitting around their office or fielding phone calls or all that shit, and very little of them actually running out and catching people. Well, yeah, it would be like episodes of Cops, where all of a sudden it's just a bunch of driving around, dealing with like three drunks, and maybe getting a domestic dispute. Right, exactly. Which has always surprised me uh, that Cops lasted as long as it did, because it was, for the most part, a pretty fucking boring show. I mean, unless you liked watching you know, drunk drivers get pulled over over and over again, that's because that's 90% of the show. Well, so this shows you just how important a good theme song is. <laughs> that is true because they had a fucking killer theme song didn't they exactly like i think that's what actually kept them on air is people just they heard that theme song they're like okay well this is what i'm doing for the next half hour yeah yeah that's very true and of course they uh oh good night ruthie and uh of course uh they got their start when there was only like three or four channels anyways so i th i think uh they might have kept going purely out of nostalgia value after a certain point. Yeah, that might be it. Like, regardless, in my world, not a big loss. I can't say that I've, you know, watched cops in the last decade and a half. Exactly. It, it had its time. And after that, I was, I was done with it. I was bored. Oh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, here's something weird. You ever heard of cameo cameo videos? Well, yeah, I remember I brought it up during the superhuman, uh, stream. Oh yeah, like half right. the half the like relatively famous people they have on. I'm pretty sure they just paid via cameo. All right. Well, apparently, apparently you can make some real fucking good money doing this. In betweener star James Buckley, who I've never fucking heard of, apparently has made over a hundred thousand, a hundred k in pounds. So that'd be probably about two hundred thousand dollars American or two hundred fifty thousand something like that. Just in the time, just doing like quarantine videos for his fans uh, since uh, the the. Uh, yeah, COVID thing's been going on. So, like, he's made like a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars in like in the last three months recording cameo videos. 
You know who's actually made a shit ton of money on that? Hmm. Chris Hansen. Really? I, I'm amazed he's on there. Uh, but I can see that. I can, I mean, I mean, as long as he'll say yeah, so whatever. Yeah, like 100 bucks or 150 bucks or whatever, like you can have him, you know, call out your friend as a fucking pedophile and tell them to have a seat. <laughs> I can see those videos. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen, and I need you to sit down for a second. <laughs> You're right. That's probably exactly what people are doing. Uh, pranking their uh, fucking buddies of Chris, Han- Chris Hansen videos. That's pretty funny, man. I hadn't thought about that. But here's the thing. Have you ever heard of James Buckley? No, I have no fucking clue who that guy is. Do you know what the in-betweeners are? Absolutely no fucking clue. Me neither. So I wonder how much a truly, truly famous person could make off of this shit. I mean, obviously, there's a point where if you're so famous, you don't really want to be associated with Cameo because... I assume it's like, you know, um, you know, the blowjobs behind the uh, party store type of acting work, uh, as opposed to like, you know, highbrow stuff. Uh, but could you, could you imagine like if like a a mega A-list guy started doing that, how much money he could make doing it? If this fucking guy that I've never even heard of is making a couple hundred thousand dollars, we'll call it a hundred thousand dollars a month on it. Well, yeah, if you, you ever like go out there and look on, there's people that like for like a 30 second or a minute message they're charging like 500 bucks yeah yeah and fuck we both know how easy it is to fucking pump out 30 seconds or something right exactly we can fucking go an hour and we don't get paid shit besides you know a few nickels here and there (laughs) not that we don't appreciate the nickels we we will dance for your pennies any day of the week uh so yeah that just surprises me uh and there's a couple few different services like that um I've never tried any of them, but I've been tempted a couple times because you'll roll through it and go, oh, that guy's on there. It'd be pretty funny to have this guy say this shit. We, I'm, you know, I might do it in a, uh, at one point just to have him pimp our video, or, or excuse me, our podcast. <laughs> just have him say, uh, this is the most amazing podcast ever. You guys should be listening and then find someone to say it or some shit like that. Yeah, and then everyone will just know, like, yeah, he got paid to say that. Well, yeah, yeah, people, actors get paid to say shit all the time. There's nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, I don't really think that the the, the Allstate guy really uh, loves Allstate insurance that much. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's getting paid to say all that shit, but it's still really cool to have him on there because he's got that awesome voice. You know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, but that's like a paid like television commercial. This is somebody getting paid through Cameo mm-hmm. to shout out a... You know, top 83 pod being live cast. Exactly. It's that'd be cool. I'm going to look into that. <laughs> you do that. All What's right. I saying about an idiot and his money. Well, we'll see. Hopefully I'll find somebody who's pretty cheap. Uh, let's see. What else do we got today? Well, okay. This is a weird one. Um, as far as business decisions go, you know how it is uh, pride month this month uh, for like, you know, gay pride and all that good stuff, right? Oh, I thought it was like Amish pride. I mean, I get that you didn't get the memo. No, no, you did not, apparently. And this might be next month or it might be this month. I, I don't pay attention to stuff like that. But apparently Burger King has temporarily changed their name to Burger Queer for Pride Month. Yeah, I haven't seen that advertising anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, apparently it's true. It's been confirmed. Um, and this is fucking weird as fuck. Apparently, like to the point where you could order a burger queer meal that comes with a crown. 
And they're already calling that uh, uh, people are asking why already asking why aren't they just calling themselves Burger Queen? But apparently queer is uh, appropriated by the community as a good term. You know, I think it dates back from the 1969 protests where they started saying we're here, we're queer, get used to it. Um, and since then, they they took their word back, uh, kind of like the black culture and, and their word. <laughs> so, but uh, I always assumed that was one of the sort, sort of things where it's okay for them to say it, but not for other people. But apparently, Burger King uh, is all about it as well. Boy, that yeah, didn't take um, fucking long at all. Holy shit! <laughs> Hello, Burger Queer on the chat box. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, you know, I, you know, I I will admit I did read just the one article and it seemed pretty legit, but now I'm starting to uh, get worried. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't um, heard that anywhere, and that seems a little. That one seems even a little far. <laughs> Burger King the the debuts the Proud Whopper to celebrate Gay Pride. Uh, uh, they're sort they're all talking about the Gay Whopper. Uh, so maybe, maybe, maybe I was wrong. Uh, I, I looked pretty, uh, it, it looked pretty, uh, fucking, you know, legit. So it wouldn't surprise me if I did, uh, find it someplace else. But right now, all the stuff I'm reading about is talking about the, uh, gay pride whopper called the proud whopper. Yeah. Like that, I could see like being a thing that they want to change, you know, the one fucking thing or whatever, but yeah, the whole burger oh, clear, that, like that no, doesn't too, sound that, that, like a. A thing. That's from, oh, that's from 2014. Uh, okay, well, let's just see if what, what Burger Queer comes up with. Because <laughs> I swear I read it. In, yeah. Well, while you're doing yeah. that, I took a look at uh, Cameo, and you can get a message from Bud Bundy for 50 bucks. Oh, really? Okay, it's on Yahoo News, so it's actually fucking true, dude. <laughs> so uh, I did not just make it up. It's an actual thing. Uh, Yahoo News is a pretty... Uh, like uh reputable site. So if I read it on there, I'm, I'm sure it's actually true. So they actually did this. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about this, so I'm still going to play skeptical on this one. Yahoo, you need to get your sources together. You're going to need <laughs> to uh, really back this one up. Yeah, well, you know, uh, do, do, do. let's see where they got it. Yeah, apparently so. Uh, I, they would not normally, uh, it's, it's, all, it's all over Twitter apparently as well, so and if you go to like Burger King's Mexico um, thing, it's on there. I don't know about the re the rest of their uh, Twitter stuff, but we'll move on from that since uh, it's it's reputable enough, I guess. Reputable? Yeah, that's what I said. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so, so while I'm looking through one. this, just a couple other you know a notable cameos. So yes, mm. Chris Hansen's fifty bucks. That's not bad. The world's most interesting man is 250 bucks. God damn. He's really milking that fucking commercial, huh? I mean, he has a pretty distinct voice, so. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. Maybe he's worth it. Who knows? You know what? The, I mean, I'm not going to drop 250 bucks on it, but it would be pretty funny for him to say, this is not the world's most interesting podcast, but it's not bad or some shit like that. <laughs> I mean, you can get Ernie Hudson for uh, 135. God, that's a fucking trap. You know, on the other hand, I don't remember him from from anything but the Ghostbusters movie. Wait, wasn't he in the Night Court too? Was that the same guy? No, I don't think it was actually. Uh, I don't fucking know. So yeah, Night I think Court the only two? thing. I, what the fuck is that? Night Court two is that? Is that was that what I said? I went, meant Night yeah. Court as well. 
Oh, okay. You get the soup Nazi for 80 bucks. Who's that? You never watched Seinfeld? Oh, soup Nazi. I thought you said stoop Nazi. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, soup Nazi. Yeah, I know who that is. I, I watched very few episodes of Seinfeld. I didn't really like it that much, uh, but I know who that is. Or you can go for Gilbert Godfrey for uh, 150 bucks. <laughs> he actually uh, did a bit, did a show uh, at my country club uh, a couple few years ago, probably closer to five or ten years ago at this point. Uh, for I, I don't want to say it was a yeah, I think it was for a bat mitzvah or bar mitzvah, which is kind of surprising that that's who they're gonna get for that because uh, if you're unaware of it, he's a fairly dirty comic as well. Uh, so. But yeah, they had him uh, do a, a show at one of the parties at my club a while ago. Uh, he's he's got an annoying as fuck voice, but he's fi- fairly funny for the most part. Regardless, I think I'll, I'll leave it at at two more here that just oh. we should probably at least touch on hmm. a favorite of the show. You can get Bruce Buffer for two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Mm. I'm glad to, I, I'm, I like how he's using marketing uh, knowledge to you know make it 299 instead of 300 to make it seem like more of a value. Yeah, so we could have him you know record something specifically. Who hated him so much? Was it Tenor? Or was it Homelander? Oh, I want to say it's Homelander. Uh, Tenor doesn't really seem like the 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 uh, guy to hate the most things. While while Homelander, bless his heart, hates all kinds of fucking shit. <laughs> And then the the best one is, you know, if you had an extra 350 bucks sitting around, you could have Charlie Sheen do a cameo to tenor. <laughs> oh man. I want you know, now I want to be rich just so I could hire a whole bunch of these fucking guys just to do different bits for our show. Yeah. Fuck, I, could you imagine like if I had like millions and millions of dollars and I just hired Charlie Sheen to do a 30 second bit or one minute bit every day for our show? That'd be goddamn awesome. Maybe you get Andy Dick for a hundred bucks. Ah, fuck that guy. I've told you before. I'm not a big fan of that guy. (laughs) That's why I brought him up, Jay. That's why I brought him up. (laughs) Well, yeah, there are some super cheap ones on here though, by the looks of it. So they were asking what's in the bargain. Yeah. If you wanted to look at a bunch of people that I've never heard of, you can get people for like five bucks. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, listing off people that we've never heard of is kind of pointless, though, right? <laughs> well, I mean, somebody has to have heard of them, right? Like, right. Like, who you got? Uh, hold on. Uh, TV star Ethan Don Bavand. You know, some of these people should really list where they're from underneath it. I, I realize they think that they don't need to, but they do need to. Um, let's see. Chris Reed, actor from Sons of Anarchy. See, that guy's smart. He at least refers to where he's from. I never watched Sons of Anarchy, but I heard it was a really good show. He played, I think, a prospect for like a season. So like, yeah, he was kind of like basically an extra. Right. Well, that's sad. But hey, you guys still got to make money. I'm sure there's somebody that loves the show enough to go, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, let's get him. How much is he charging? Here's, there's a tattoo artist from uh, Ink Master, Ashley B. She's the one I think that just like cried and quit, but was decent looking. <laughs> Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Uh, I wonder how much she makes off of Cameo. I'm going to guess not that Probably much. about ten bucks. Right. <laughs> She's got her one fan, and that's about it. 
So, I mean, but it is an interesting concept. Uh, and at one point, like, God, I want to say at one point, Mike Tyson was fucking on there. I don't think he is anymore, but, uh, every once in a while you'll catch somebody that you're just amazed that they're on there. Uh, uh I've done what you've done, like spent time just wandering through the different fucking categories of, uh, celebrities. Cause they do, if you, if you haven't been on the site, they, they have it divided up to like, you know, sports celebrities, reality celebrities, you, you musician, you know, actors, musicians and all that good stuff. So you can get it down to pretty specific or you can just, uh, browse the, the entire catalog. If you're not sure what kind of celebrity that you want, God, it's so fucking weird when you think about it. You know, well, this, I guess that's technology for you nowadays, right? Well, like who really came up to this idea of like, I want to pay famous people to talk to me. Well, the original concept was more of a, you find a celebrity that a friend of yours or a loved one of yours likes, and you have them wish them happy birthday or happy, whatever event thing, you know, have, Hey, happy anniversary. I know you guys have been doing this for 50 years. Well, I've been in movie business for 50 years and I know that doesn't, you know, or some shit like that. You know? Yeah. But that still seems like one of those gifts that if you got it, you'd be like, so you had to pay a celebrity to just say happy birthday to me. They have no clue who I am or give a shit. Yeah. But that was totally an excellent use of 250 bucks. Well, you know, money shouldn't be the shouldn't be the concern for that sort of thing. If it's you got to remember if you have you're not the type of person anyone would buy a cameo for because everyone knows that you don't give a shit about those sort of things. But there are people out there that are really into celebrities. And for them, it'd be a really cool thing to have like their favorite celebrity or their 45th favorite celebrity, as the case may be, <laughs> call them up and wish them a happy birthday. You know, if you if you just love this dude to death, you wouldn't care that he's getting paid. You got a message from him. He said your name. He knows he knows who you are now. You know, uh, it, I guess it really depends on how important celebrities are in your life. I'm of the uh, option where it's kind of cool to know a celebrity or talk to them, but it's not that big of a deal. And I certainly wouldn't pay money for it for, you know, for, um, for them to make record a message for me. Uh, now for the show, that'd be a different thing. Or if I knew somebody that was really into celebrities and I found one that, that would do something for them, that'd be a different thing. But I guess it just varies from person to person. There you go. A team evil bad guys mentioned autographs. I've had plenty of opportunities to get autographs from famous people. I never saw the point in that. Uh, on the other hand, I do like taking a picture of a famous person because it's a cool memory to have. Yeah. So I don't even do that. Like I am not a picture person. I'm not an autograph person. Like some of them, I wish I would have gotten like a photograph or something at some point, like, especially like after they pass. Right. So like the times I got to meet like Kimbo, like yeah. He goes and he dies, and it's like that would have been kind of a cool memory to still have, like actually, like tangibly there, as opposed to just remembering it. But past that, yeah, I'm not much of an autograph guy, not much of a of a picture guy. I did get a, I think it's a Strike Force glove signed by Fedor, but that's about it. Hmm, that'd be kind of cool. Um, but I mean, if you're going to make an exception for anyone, you make it for that guy, right? Exactly. Um, now, are you into collectibles or at all or anything like that? Do you collect anything? Uh, now and then I'll like dabble in something. So the one thing that I do have, just because I thought that they were kind of cool and like I wish they would do something like this again. But do you remember the round five uh, fighter like uh, figure kind of type things? Vaguely. Like, kind of the yeah. Big head. 
they had kind of the yeah. bigger heads and they had like the actual like walkout t-shirts that they would wear and like stuff like that. I think I remember seeing the Randy Couture one. Yeah, I mean they're they're relatively cool and like I have probably like 50, 60, 70 of those goddamn things. Well, there you down go. Stay in storage somewhere just because yeah. I mean it's just it was an interesting thing and I wish they had something like that for MMA now. Like there's no real like collectible like when i grew up as i was growing up they had like uh both like starting lineup or mcfarlane uh like collectible well i don't really want to call them figures because they're not something that you actually like play with but they're more like you know like small sculptures right right these athletes Mm. and there's just nothing for mma so those when they're out i was like that's kind of cool now you said McFarlane. Are you talking about the same McFarlane that uh, did a lot of uh, comic books at one point? Uh, same company, I believe. Mm, yeah, which is which is an interesting story, but we won't go into that now because uh, he he first started that company making uh, figures for his comic book Spawn, I believe, and some of those are really intricate and pretty impressive. And then, well, that's as you why mentioned- like they're yeah they're McFarlane ones for like sports, like they're very detailed and like they're pretty they're pretty awesome looking. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I see Team Evil Bad Guys was a baseball card uh, collector there. Uh, I collected comic books at one point, uh, and I, at one point I had a fairly good collection. I stopped collecting comic books when I bought the the same Wolverine number one from a shop three times. Uh, as it turns out, uh, while I was collecting comic books, my brother was stealing them and selling them to comic book shops. And I didn't realize it until I bought uh, until I bought it the third time and noticed I had the same little fold in the corner as my old version of Wolverine number one. So once that happened, I realized I can't have anything and I stopped buying them. Uh, and that was when I was a younger kid. As an adult, I've re- never really collected anything. Uh, I bought a couple of those uh, uh, Funko Pops uh, of various kinds because I thought they were kind of neat. But I certainly don't collect them. Uh, I think I had like four or five altogether. Um, I never collected uh, baseball cards because I wasn't really into sports. At one point, I did work at a uh, basically a comic book uh comic book collectible store and it was a big store and he sold all kinds of things from like collectible porcelains and things like that to baseball cards and memorabilia to magic the gathering cards which is how i got a job there because he wanted to start selling those and i and i knew about them so so that was not a bad job he was a really weird guy um made me uncomfortable all the time (laughs) i actually went on a uh, a trip with him to a convention in ohio and saw how people who buy and sell collectibles work. So, like, I watched him buy a basketball signed by all of the members of the Detroit Pistons that had won the first uh, time against the uh, Lakers, I want to say in 88 or something like that, or 89. Uh, and he bought it relatively cheap, and it, it, he told me he was going to sell it for, like, 10 times what he bought it for. I think he bought it for 50 bucks, and he was going to bring it back up to Detroit and sell it for 500 yeah, a lot of those people are kind of scumbaggy, so that's not surprising at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, it's basically the once again the the Simpsons have it right because almost every comic book collectible owner I've ever met was exactly like comic book guy in the Simpsons. <laughs> that's because you're all fucking nerds. <laughs> no, they're normally big portly guys that are really uh, um. <sighs> Anal nerdy? retentive about nerdy and anal retentive about it, and just greedy. That's basically the. I mean, and of course, I only knew this one dude for really well, and the other comic book people owners I knew were just 
than passing dealing with them, buying and selling stuff. But uh, this guy was a horrible, horrible person, as it turns out. <laughs> uh, I didn't have that job for too long. He made, he just uh, that was one of the few jobs I quit just because my boss made me fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> he just I don't know. He, he I got a weird vibe off of him. He'd call me sweetie. <laughs> and he oh he go oh i'm sorry uh, uh, you know i have all daughters and i call them all sweetie i'm like yeah okay that's fucking weird <laughs> so i didn't stick too long at that sh- at that job yeah so he was super not straight is really what you're saying <laughs> i'm going maybe not yeah i mean like he had kids we all we all know that doesn't mean anything yeah he was uh, well, okay. the Look- fuck out of you there jay <laughs> i'm glad i got the fuck out of there <laughs> um I do. Okay. We only got a little bit of time left, but I do have one more story. Uh, did you see this one? A 70 tier two year old woman was gored by a bison at Yellowstone after getting too close for photos. Good. <laughs> I feel bad that it's an old lady. Uh, Cause you know, old people uh, getting hurt kind of sucks. I always feel bad about that. But other than that, I agree with you 100%. It's a fucking bison. It's a gigantic fucking animal. It's not tame. Don't walk up and take photos. Jesus Christ, do you have no sense of self-preservation? Well, yeah, especially animals like that. Like a fucking bison will kill you. A moose Mm -hmm. will kill you. Now, if you want to walk up on the squirrel that's not spooked of you, maybe take a photograph. Right, right. Yeah, you have to have a sense of what's going on here. You know, for one thing, bison's are fucking aggressive from what i understand they don't like people they don't like you getting too close and they will do something about it i mean that's a half a step away from walking up on a bear and trying to pet it well i mean bear's a different story you might want to just dap up that bear give a little bro hug you're good (laughs) bison is both plural and singular i believe because that is what you call a, a singular bison as well well, I, I mean, mean, a singular bison, you can call a buffalo. You know, that's a thing. Buffalo. No, well, is it a thing, too? But still, same death. Uh, so, and you see these people get hurt by animal stories all the time. And almost universally, it's from people doing something fucking stupid. Uh, the ones that amaze me the most are these crazy people that jump into, like, zoo enclosures who think they're going to bond with the animals. Yeah, people are fucking idiots. Wild animals, like, they will see you as a threat. That's what you are. You are something foreign to them. They don't look and go, hey, look, a nice human. That's not a thing. Yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, the, and of course, obviously, sometimes uh, measures have to be taken. Uh, It still bums me out that that fucking gorilla got shot like three or four years ago. Uh, Obviously, at that point, once the kid's in the enclosure, you, you don't really have a lot of options anymore, but I firmly believe that they're fucking that kid's parents should have been fucking shot too. God, it this made me so mad that someone's neglect uh, of their kid ended up getting an animal killed. And you know me, I uh, I feel way more about that than I uh, about animals than I do people, uh, which makes me an asshole, by the way. Uh, but well, still, god uh, damn it, like survival of the fittest should still actually be a thing. <laughs> Stop worrying about bullshit like peanut allergies and kids falling into fucking wild animal enclosures. <laughs> like, shit happens. Stop putting the goddamn warning on ladders saying not to put them up against power lines. Stop putting it on a toaster that you shouldn't have toast while you're in a fucking bathtub. See, and the figure fu- this shit out. 
And the fun things about all of those warnings is every single one that you've ever seen, no matter how fucking stupid it is, is on there because someone did that once. You know, like the entire, when you see a hairdryer that says, do not use in shower, somebody used that shit in the shower. I have, I have no clue why. I know I don't know if they wanted to have a war in their hair to see if the water or the heat would win or whatever the fuck was going on, but someone did that shit. Well, yeah, people are fucking stupid. Like, let's just, at some point, let's let the herd thin itself. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. Once again, once that little kid fell into the enclosure and the gorilla started fucking with him, you had to shoot the gorilla. You can't take chances on something like that, like hit him with a tranquilizer or try to talk him down or throw a banana. No, you can't do that. Not when a little kid's uh, life is at risk. But the fact that that situation existed is entirely his parents' fault and they're Bullshit pieces of shit humans. No, what you do is you throw the parents in. They're a much larger target, and the, the gorilla at that point will have, you know, have his attention move towards the big fat people, because I'm assuming they're probably overweight pieces of shit as well. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, your typical bad parent. Like, I'm thinking both of them, you now overweight, probably mouth breathers. I'm guessing the the... The father was probably in a loose-fitting wife beater with stains. <laughs> and the wife probably he, has a mustard stain somewhere. I, I think that's probably <laughs> what was going on. You know, and I can't say this for sure because you never know what's going to happen in the moment. Uh, but honestly, if my dog fell into that enclosure, I'd be right after my fucking dog. You know, I wouldn't be sitting there going, oh, my God, someone help, someone help. I'd be trying to save my dog's ass. Uh, it might be a stupid idea that might get me killed, but that'd be my first instinct. So my question is, why the fuck didn't the parents go in after him? That's your well, son. Like I said, it, it's, you know, you're, you're answering your own question. Like people that aren't monitoring their children enough that they can fall into a goddamn gorilla enclosure. Like, really? Do you think they're going to jump in after? Yeah, good point. And uh, and I don't like to say that so firmly because in the spot of the moment, I might freeze up or something like that. And obviously, a dog's not the same thing as a human. But I think that's probably what I'd do. I love my little dogs. I, I couldn't I couldn't handle watching them being in danger without trying to do something. Well, yeah. And, well, the problem with you is like if that happened and you tried to jump in, like you would break both legs, and then there would be a <laughs> dead dog and a dead person. Yeah, 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 but that's still what I do. I couldn't live with myself, but I didn't at least try. Yep. Uh, speaking of living with myself, I think it's probably uh, the end of the show for the day. Uh, as always, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. We can't do a show without you. Uh, I'd like to thank my co-host, Dalton. I don't think I could do a show without him either. <laughs> uh, what do you got there, Ryan? Anything left? Uh, just a couple things. Uh, number one... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, join us tomorrow evening for Podcast 100. God get, damn right. Get your shit together. I'm hyping <laughs> this up. I may have just gotten slightly lightheaded. <laughs> okay, well, I'll do the same. Ladies and gentlemen, join us tomorrow for the epic 100th episode where we will say all kinds of crazy shit for your amusement. You better have more on tap than that, Jay. I'll, I will tomorrow. You better not let us down, goddammit. 
<laughs> I'm a little lightheaded it's now, too. It's all on you. I this will This is try. your crowning moment, your crowning achievement, the yeah. highlight of your life. <laughs> it all goes down tomorrow. No, that'll be episode and 365. And secondly, with a little bit more kind of laid back, calm delivery here, fuck all y'all. <laughs> Everybody have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at six. Bye-bye. Ha, 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 ha.